Welcome back to Clear Talk. On today's episode, we're going to cover if you need a lead magnet in your coaching business, and if you do, how to create a great one. And then we discuss how to not give away everything in your free content on social media. And lastly, how to mix your business life and your personal life on your social media platforms. By the way, let us know down in the comments below what was your number one takeaway from today's episode. And lastly, by the end of the episode, I get a little deep and spiritual. I think you're really going to like it. So tell me your takeaways from that. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Clear Talk. I'm your host, Armin Chaffee. This is my co-host, Jeanette Oduro. And this is the number one show for entrepreneurs that need clarity and coaches that need clarity. Now, how the big question, guys, you got you to forgive me. I'm so thrown off right now. It's our third time trying to go live. Um, so <laughs> let, me, let me remember, let me get my flow back. The big question is, how are coaches like us that started with nothing and risk everything to build a business around helping other people. How do we get our message out there online, get clients consistently, all while making a huge difference in the world? That is the question, and this show will give you the answer. So welcome back. We go live every Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern time with my co-host, Jeanette, and uh, and we answer your questions live, and we give you free coaching on things you need help with in your business. And now, if you want your questions answered live on the show inside of our Facebook group, then all you got to do is go to askarmin.com. Make sure you're a member of our free uh, high ticket coaching community Facebook group and you can join us live and have some fun with us while we're here. And if you're on YouTube and watching this and you like content around growing your coaching business and want to hit that 50, 100K mark in your business per month, then go ahead and hit that subscribe button and that little notification bell so that you get notified every time we drop new video and content. We have playlists around free trainings. We have snippets. We got recordings of this show. We have so much value out to give to help you grow your business as well. So I'm really excited to do today's show. Um, shout out to everyone who's, uh, you know, going through what they're going through right now with the world. There's more lockdowns and people are opening up. There's so much happening, but if you have been, uh, persisting through and still going towards your goals throughout all the, uh, odds and all the things that are happening, then good for you. And, uh, my respect to you as well. So, um, pretty much let's run through it. We got some topics we want to cover today and some questions we want to, we want to clear up and help some coaches out. So Jay, I'm ready when you are. Awesome. Okay. And obviously, guys, we apologize for any lag or anything like that. Uh, bear with us as we, as we just work through it, okay? So number one, I'm contemplating making ads to promote my business, but I feel like they're impersonal. How do I get over this? Marlon E. Yeah. So, I mean, the big question is first going to be like, have you ran ads before? If you haven't ran ads before, you're going to feel everything is impersonal that you write. Um, because it's a new medium of communication. Like it's, it's, you have to look at it like this, like your ads are going to be the bridge between how you connect with the person who has no idea who you are, but, but you know, you can help them. So if you've never done it before, it's going to feel weird. Like it definitely will feel like you're, you know, being weird. It's like the same as being on camera. You know what I mean? Like I noticed that a lot of people who haven't done things like that before, like writing emails or ads or uh, just writing something or uh, getting on camera and, and saying something like a video, they start to behave differently. You know, they become someone else. And uh, here's a little secret behind that 
it's actually not about like you shouldn't have an act like this is how i am in real life this is how Jeanette is in real life we might have like a different bit of tone or maybe i speak a little bit differently just because i'm more entertaining on a, on a camera like sure but genuinely i'm 99 percent the same and so i feel like a lot of people try to be someone they're not or be different when they're trying to create advertising or videos or whatever it is and that's really not that's not how you get someone to get to know you think about it like this you want to attract people or prospects or clients that resonate with you right so the only way though you can that you can attract them if they resonate with you is by being you when you're trying to attract them now if you try to be someone else you're going to attract people that resonate with that someone else so you might attract all the wrong people in your business because you're trying to be something else or speak differently than you are or try to say different things or whatever. And so by the time they become your client, this is who you are, but this is who they were attracted to. So now there's a disconnect. So either you're going to be miserable or they're going to be miserable. So really the secret is not to try to be um, something else. And if you just focus on being yourself, like saying it the way you would say it and what you believe, then you make it very personal. And when the person is reading your, your ad, or watching your video or whatever, they're going to feel like they're really speaking to you. Now, you might also deflect the ones who don't resonate by being yourself. That's good because you don't want everybody, especially in high ticket coaching. Uh, we have the luxury of not needing to be like some, like not needing many people. We don't need, like, you know, for you to do just $100,000 in a year with your business, which is, you know, it's a good starting point. Um, you know, you, you really need like maybe 10 or 20 clients the whole year. Think about how small that is. You don't need everybody. You really, you can't have everybody. Um, maybe for people that sell like $20 things or 50 or $100 things, they need hundreds or thousands of people. So, you know, there becomes an issue there if you keep attracting the wrong people. But we really just want the right qualified people that work with us. Um, so when you're writing your ad, okay, to stay personal, you got to make sure you're not trying to be someone else, first of all. If you've never done it before, it's going to feel odd and unfamiliar. That's fine. You're going to get better at it. You're going to get used to it. I remember the first time I was writing my my first ever ads on my own, like learning. Um, I was so like hell-bent on doing it right that I forgot to just be myself. And so I was like structuring it and like writing it in a way where I was hoping it converts because I was so focused on just doing it right, which most people do when they start something new. Then now I'm just comfortable. I'll like literally, I remember one of our best performing ads, I was driving and I got hit with this idea because I was visualizing like, you know, stories and fables and stuff. You know, it's crazy. I was driving and I had this idea. I'm like, man, the best way to convince someone they need to do something is by them hearing a story about someone else figuring that out. And so they come up to the conclusion that goes, man, I got to do this. And I just had this crazy idea and I call Lauren right away. I'm like, Lauren, I want you to write down word for word what, what I'm about to say. She goes, okay, I'm like, it's a dialogue. It's a story I want to make. It's a made up story. Like it's a dialogue. I'm like, I want you to write it out. And I wrote out this like conversation between um, a coach and a client. Um, uh, yeah, a coach and a client. Sorry, a coach and a coach or like a mentor and a coach, whatever. It's two people at a coffee shop. And, um, and I wrote out this dialogue of like how someone was struggling to get clients in their business. And then the other person gave ideas and I wrote this thing out. And it was literally off the cuff. It was like 10 minutes on the phone. I was just telling her to write it. And I came back and we just created really good creatives that were like pattern interrupts. And then we ran that ad. That to this day still runs, uh, still gets his book calls for our business. So my point is, and that's something I just got comfortable with, right? So when you're writing ads, like just know in the beginning, it's going to be uncomfortable. Now, if you haven't been doing it, uh, you've been doing it for a while and you still feel like it's impersonal, it's not connecting. Um, 
you're probably too focused on yourself. Like after you decide, I'm just going to be me, the rest of it is about them. And let me give you a, let me give you a little rule of thumb here, man. Um, if you are stuck on what to write in an ad or an email or a post or anything to to get your your perfect client to know you and like to to to, to get their attention so that you can attract them it's because you genuinely don't understand your client yet see someone who understands their perfect client heavily they never get stuck with what to say you get what i'm saying like if i'm in a relationship with someone and I'm like, what should I buy them? What does that tell you about me as the partner in the relationship? I don't know my partner. Why would I ask someone else what I should buy for them? But if I really know them, I'll know exactly what they want. That's actually a good analogy, Jay. It's a great analogy. So in your business, you need to know your clients so well that you never hesitate with what you need to say to them because you get them. Like you understand what they're going through. You get their fears, their doubts, their worries, their problems, their struggles, their desires, their dreams. And so every time you want to write something new, you just think about that again and you go, yeah, yeah, boom. And you hit it at different angles. So if it feels impersonal, it's because you're focused on you and not them. If you focus on them, it's going to get very personal because you're really coming from your heart trying to communicate to that person like, hey, like I know you have this problem. Here's the solution to it. I can help you with this. So if you want, Jay, read out the question one more time. Make sure we covered it properly. And hey to everyone, by the way, who's who's on right now, to Sierra, to Jordan, to Mary, Michael, all my friends. Okay, awesome. And look, we got Philadelphia in my car at the at the at the at the mall turning in. Amazing content. Michael, man, love you, man. And we got Mary from New York City watching in and, and tuning in. Well, how can yeah, you yeah, see yeah. this? I don't see any of this. I'm, I'm on Facebook. I'm seeing all the comments. I love when Norman falls in love with his analogies. <laughs> well, man, a good analogy could literally I'm change the mind. I'm on Facebook too. Mine's not loading. Oh my gosh. Okay. Just all right. Refresh no, I love that. I'm we read the question one more time. I want to make sure we covered it well. Yeah. So I'm conscious to promote my business, but I feel like they're impersonal. How do I get over this? No, say it one more time. You cut out. I'm contemplating making ads to promote my business, but I feel like they're uh, impersonal. How do I get over this? Got it. So, so this person hasn't done it yet. So I was, so I was right about that. It's just going to feel like that every time. You got to, you got to break the ice, and then you have to focus on them, not you, and it won't feel impersonal. Again, remember this. Yeah. Like, let me, let me, end, let me answer this. Let me leave you at this because for anyone who wants to make a huge difference in the in this world, that by default means you need to be heard by lots of people. Okay. Like mm -hmm. the good news is in our business model on high ticket coaching, we only need dozens of clients to hit multiple six figures. That's the good news business model wise. But when it comes to purpose, passion, things that we want to do over the long term, it's going to require thousands of people to know our message. Not everyone's going to turn to our client, but thousands need to hear the message and eventually millions. For that to happen, do you really think you could do it personally? Like, I mean, like yourself? No. So if you got, you got to understand that your advertising, your promotion, your marketing is the only way that you get your message into the world to thousands of people. So you have to get over this whole like hump of like, oh, I feel it's impersonal. Why? Because they're reading an ad and not, it's not you speaking to them. Well, here's my challenge to you. If you can't write an ad that connects to your client or to your market or to an audience or whoever it is without like, you know, without it feeling like you're um, disconnected to them or you can't effectively communicate your message to them through an advertising, it, that's the challenge for you. You're going to have to learn how to do that. You're going to have to get over that and master that because it's one of the 
bottlenecks or the roadblocks you're going to hit if you're trying to make a big difference in the world. You got to learn how to get marketing me- your message out there and, and through marketing. That's the only way you get thousands of people to know who you are. You cannot go to them one-on-one. You have to learn how to write good marketing content uh, and make good videos. You get what I'm saying? So um, so just see it as a virtue in, 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 in leadership when it comes to business and, uh, and just master it. And so, you know, to, to, to summarize it, it's going to feel weird in the beginning. Second, you got to know your client so well, you don't get stuck on what to say. If you got to ask yourself what to say, you don't know your client that well. Third, focus on them. Like speak to them. Don't come from your head of like what you want to tell them. Think about what they need to hear. Right. And the fourth um, is, you know, just realize that it's something you have to learn. It's not about contemplating it. It's about, are you ready to level up? If you're ready to level up, that's, that's the, that's what it requires to level up. You learning advertising. That's it. Like there's no other way. There is literally no other way. If there is another way, tell me about it. I might try it out. What do you think, Jay? I love it. I love it. (laughs) And I think that that's such a great point, especially about the fact that you need to be able to reach thousands. It's like, uh, I, I feel like, I don't know who says it specifically, but all the marketers, like, it's just about exposure. You need to get yourself in front of more people and stop being afraid of the outcome of what that looks like. Whether they like you or not, whether they buy from you or not, you need to get in front of more people, right? So if it's going to be ads, it's going to be ads. If it's going to be YouTube, it's going to be YouTube. You know, if it's podcast, it's podcast. But get out there more and you have to get over being afraid about it, right? Especially, And I love that you put it that way. You're like, you have to be in front of thousands, even if you just sell 20, 10, 30, 40, 50 people. You still have to worry yep. about getting in front of more people. And I think that that's such an important observation to make because some people are like, oh, like, it's just my small fault. Like my, my following only have 500 followers, but it's bigger than your 500 followers. It's more important than yeah. them. It's about the people who don't Well, know maybe they yet. have a point, you know, because I, cause I started my business with a million people on my list. You know, I, I was already a celebrity. <laughs> and a Guys, yeah, so you were, you were like, so popular, right? Oh, I was God. some random kid sitting in an office sharing so building so in a random city. And I got 40 people to come out to some random ass free event. Yeah. And I taught a bunch of random ass content that wasn't even mine. Like, guys, just get started. You know, Honestly, the time you I, try I this- the time you spend trying to plan the the try to create the perfect plan is a time you could yeah. have just imperfectly taken action and figure out the plan perfect perfectly like that's exactly. that was a that was a messy quote but it's it's somewhat of code it's in it's in the make it's in the process it's funny because i heard a i read a tweet yesterday you're not even you don't you haven't even met all the people who are going to love you yet but i would i would twist that and say you haven't even met the clients who are going to be a part of your community yet you haven't even met the that's people huge. who you're going to sell yet you still like have that. to go out there and find them Right? I you haven't met the people beautiful. that are going to love you yet. You haven't even meet, met everyone that's going to love you. That's really, I, see, it gets you like hopeful about it's the future. Beautiful, it. It's, it's beautiful, right? It's beautiful. It's beautiful, Jay. I would say it's a, <laughs> but I would say it's the same thing for sales. You haven't even met the people yet who are going to buy from you. <clears throat> Jay, think They're about still this. still waiting to meet you. Jay, think about this. We have, we have a goal right now to get, you know, to enroll about roughly about 80 more clients, right, into our business. And, um, probably less than like 70 something 80 but imagine we haven't yeah. even met them yet like they're out there we have they're gonna they're gonna be in this program so soon you know and it's exciting to me it's like we haven't even met our our like maybe we have like the best clients ever but they're not even here yet not that the ones we have aren't yeah. even, the ones we have i'm so grateful for they're amazing i'm saying we imagine we have like yeah. even 
like out there, like even more committed clients, more like. It's we have more rock stars to me. We have such great yeah, more we superstars have, to me. We have 100%. amazing people in our program too, but like yeah, yeah. we still have the opportunity to meet more, and like that's so exciting. <laughs> it is okay. Question number two. <laughs> Do people really read lead magnets? I don't have any time to make one. That's from Troy. Well, if you don't have time to, first of all, for let's first understand what a lead magnet is for. Because you don't have to make one. It's for a purpose. There's a means to an end to it. Um, if you have no audience to promote to, if you have no validated offer, if you're creating something new, you don't have time not to create a lead magnet. Okay. So lead magnet does a couple things. One, it positions you as an authority. So it's an unfair advantage in the marketplace. Coach with free guide that you can down that you can download about how they figured something out for you versus coach with no free guide that's just telling you to book a call with them will always get a higher perception value than the, the one with no lead magnet. And by lead magnet, by the way, that could be anything. A lead magnet could be a cheat sheet, a downloadable PDF, or blah, 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 blah. The specific one we teach in SGC is a free guide. Um, that's probably the cream of the crop of lead magnets. Like it's almost the closest thing to a book, but it's electronic. So it's an ebook. It's like a PDF. And it's usually like 10 to 20 pages long. And in there is woven uh, principles or uh, content or things that we're teaching that help our client not only understand what our method of coaching is and how to, why it works better than what they're trying to get the results, but also it, um, it, story tells in a sense where the person realizes they need to work with you and why and why it works so well. So that's the best version of a lead magnet you could ever give away. Honestly, like I would even argue it's better than a, than a free mini course or something. Cause some people do like free courses because a free course I was about takes a huge commitment to like do it and all that. And then there's a delay with, uh, with, it, with results with it, but a PDF you could download right away and just start reading it. You could probably skim through and get some nuggets so I think a free guide is probably one of the best lead magnets you can create. You can create other ones, but it won't be as, as quality. So if you make a free guide, not just a lead magnet, you're positioned as an authority, number one. Number two, you're making it to build a list. So you need to have some offer, uh, some value to give to the market, to your market that you're trying to promote to um, and in, in exchange for their contact information and their permission to, you know, to follow up with them and work with them in some way. So a lead magnet is the only way you can do that really other than other than registering them again for a webinar or something like that, which again is another form of a lead magnet, but the webinar is a different purpose. It's not just to put them on your list and give them value. It's to actually convert them into a client or a book call. So with that being said, you got to understand like if you don't need one, then yeah, you don't need one. But what's our when, when are lead magnets necessary? One, when you're starting out to build a list. To, to, to test concepts and content to see if it actually is good before you make an entire program of business, advertising, webinar around a concept. You want to make a lead magnet version of it, which is quicker. It takes a couple of days maybe to make one um, and test it. If it sucks, it's better that you wasted two or three days building a lead magnet that didn't work on concepts than to spend weeks on building a webinar or months on building a program and realizing no one cares. So it's another way to test in the beginning. And another way is, um, another reason is if you need to grow your list, like if you want to have a massive list, thousands of people on your email list that you can promote to and offer things to, you need to give them something to give you their email to you for. So with that being said, you might not need it. If you already have a list, have a great offer, have all, you don't need it. Like I work with some elite clients. Some of my elite clients, we don't build lead magnets because they have a good offer. They have market validation. They understand their coaching offer is going to work. So we don't have to 
and they already have a list. So all we do is work with them on the back end side, structuring their business, scaling it, systematizing things, making better messaging and better, better copy to sell what's already working. But if you need to build a business, you're still in the building phase, you need to build a lead magnet. Now there's a way to do it. Again, I'm not going to teach you in 10 minutes. If it could be taught, if it could be taught over a free show like this in five, six minutes, there wouldn't need to be coaching programs that teach you how to do it. So I, I, I cannot do that. I would do a disservice trying to teach you a half-ass version. But remember this, it, it's it's vital. If you're trying to, if you need a list, if you need market uh, validation to know if it works or not, and if, it, you know, if you can get the right people, um, and it positions you as an authority, okay? So like everyone and your, as a competitor could have a webinar, but not everyone will have a book you could download or, or you know, even buy, but book, book is different, but a PDF you could download to learn about them. It's a very small commitment with a little bit of quality and like longevity to them having to learn and read it, but it qualifies the prospect more. Okay. Another secret hack behind a lead magnet, uh, a free guide is that it qualifies our prospects and nurtures them. So if I get you to, if, if you know, you read one of my uh, free guides on how to grow and scale a business and you get some nuggets from it, you're already more nurtured than if you hadn't. So now if I show you a webinar and you watch that, you're more open to it. If I tell you to book call, you're more open to it. Um, it's, it's an easy way to take someone from absolutely no one, like they don't know you at all to like, booking a call with you to work with you at a high ticket program. Um, and the cool thing is it's like, it's like the best way to, uh, in high ticket, you don't even need to have upsells or anything like that. I don't need to have a lead magnet and then give you like a $20 thing, $70 thing, $100. You don't need that. Not in high ticket. In high ticket, the very essence is you don't need a lot of people. You want less people, but the right ones. And so for that, we can take them from a free guide, a free webinar, free something straight to, why don't you book a call and, and talk to us if you're serious about this. So it's kind of like, think of it like this. And it is, it is what it is called, a lead magnet, okay? Making a free guide is like putting bait on the hook when you go fishing. You're like, I don't have time to put baits on a hook. Well, then throw your hook in the water and waste your time. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, you're not giving the fish any reason to bite. You're giving them nothing to bite onto. So unless you don't need fish, you shouldn't be arguing whether you had time or not to build, you know, to put bait on the hook is what I'm trying to say. Um, that was fire. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? So fire. So fire. It makes dollars. <clears throat> Man, we should do it once. You ready? If it makes sense, it makes dollars. <laughs> so we used to do it in our seminars. Um, but Jay, read the question one more time. I always like to make sure I clarify it answered accurately. Because I know I've gone to Yeah, of course. Do people... Do people really read lead magnets? I don't have time to make one. Okay, so there's two questions. Number one, yes, they do, but not everybody. And remember, half the point is to get them in your list, see if the, that concept you're promoting on the free guide works. It's it's like the, half of it, it's done if they, if they just download it. And you also put them in an email sequence to put them into a free group. All those things, it, even if they never read your lead magnet, uh, your, your free guide will get you there. The other half, yes, people do read. I remember I wrote my first ever book, um, the first ever free guide, which was uh, the six lies they told you about growing a coaching business. Then I made a refined version of it called the six things you do, the five things you don't need to grow a six figure coaching business or something like that. Um, and I got lots of, I got lots of messages like, hey, I just read this. That the fourth principle was really, really good. Thank you so much. I was doing the wrong thing. I'm gonna. Some people started their businesses, their coaching businesses, because of my my free guide. Like, because they're like, yo, I saw the first step. I'm just doing that now. I'm like, cool. So yeah, and those people who do eventually, if they see an ad of mine or, or something of mine, they they will click. Like, yeah, 
yes, they do read number one. Number two, I already answered the number two, which is I don't have time to make one. You got to ask yourself, it's all perspective. Depending on where you're at and what your goals are, do you have time not to make one is the question. Great question. So we've got Marie who is lighting up the comments. Thank you so much for engaging Marie. She said, according to what you explained to us, a lead magnet is very important business documents. It's about you and your offer as well as testimonies. Yeah, close. So you don't need to have testimonials in it, but you could, it makes it stronger. Um, it's essentially, if I give you the essence of a lead magnet, or again, I don't want to call it a lead magnet. I want to call it a free guide because there is different forms of lead magnets. I can make, I can give you a checklist on what to do in your business. And uh, that has no content other than what to do. That's a lead mm -hmm. magnet. Cause you might want to, I could give you like a, a brochure or something. You know what I mean? Like it could be something, it could be anything that you give me your email for, but a free guide is the highest quality lead magnet. I believe you can make um, at least so far. And if I, that changes, I'll, I'll, I'll say that. Um, so the essence of it is, it is a sequence of stories that are reframing, this is the goal, that are reframing the misconceptions or false beliefs your market has about what they want and what your method is. And it depends. If your method is very self-explanatory, you want to do misconceptions and mis uh, false beliefs on your method. Because let's say everyone knows about webinars or automation like in my business. I have to reframe beliefs around that that stops them from wanting to do it because then if they believe those things, they'll never work with me. Now, let's say the method is something new. You make a whole new method. Like one of our clients, Gazzy, has invented something called passion programming. It's her own step-by-step -step method on how to reprogram your mind, like reteach your mind um, what it needs to be taught to find your passion. Well, no one knows what that is. So you want to build a free guide talking about passion programming. More so, she made a free guide called How to Find Your Passion. Okay. Um, and in there is three steps that she takes that stop that she knows her market has issues with about finding their passion and helps them get clear on why it's making them stop and what they could do, which leads into passion program eventually. Um, so there's, there's, look, it's, it's an advanced thing. You can't, you can't, you can make a crappy version on your own, but if you really get help with someone who's done it, like I've looked at like, I can't say hundreds of lead magnets, but I, I probably looked at dozens and dozens of free guides and at this point, and I see a pattern of what works and what doesn't. So, um, but yeah, that works. Like that's what really a free guide is. Awesome. So by the way, guys, if you are watching us right now uh, live, go ahead and put hashtag live in the comments. If you're watching the replay, obviously at a later date, go ahead and put hashtag replay in the comments. And also you have to do the hand motion when you say hashtag. I don't know if you knew that already, but that's like a that's like a must. So you have to go hashtag, hashtag, okay? So hashtag live, hashtag replay. Awesome. <laughs> okay, so next question is, what social media platforms are a must have? I'm a bit older, so I'm not sure where to start. That question is from Timothy Lang. You can build very successful business just having Facebook. Facebook is like, um, I, I believe. Again, I'm biased. Like, obviously, I'm not on Twitter. I'm not very active on LinkedIn. Um, so other people could have different opinions about this, which is fine. Um, but Facebook is, in my understanding, and I have lots of friends 
doing millions of dollars in their businesses, Facebook, not just ads, but just being active on Facebook is possibly, uh, it's the most proven platform to monetize is what I'm trying to say. Most proven, with the longest track record. Making a simple group like this could turn out very profitable in a business. Uh, running ads on it, uh, posting on it. I've I've done hundreds of thousands of dollars simply organically on Facebook. You know, four or five years ago when I started, I would do Facebook Lives. I would promote on my Facebook. I'd do posts and fill events that way. I would get clients that way. Um, yeah, like um, last year in October, we had our uh, our fifty thousand dollar month. And uh, in the third week, I think, of October, our ad account got shut down. So we had to, the whole week we weren't running ads, so we weren't getting leads. So I just went, did organic on Facebook, just Facebook. I don't go live on Instagram or anything, but just Facebook. And uh, that week we did 20,000 in sales. 20,000 of the 50,000, 20 of the 50,000 we did was just from Facebook. Um, so I, I would say Facebook. I would say adding friends on Facebook that are your market, joining groups, making a group. Anything on Facebook, it, it, there's more opportunity too. Like on Instagram, you just have a page. You can't make groups. You just have a page. You just have Instagram stories. You have reels, but like all those go back to a page. You need to have a link in the Bible. That's it. I can do that on Facebook and have a group and join groups. And there's so much more community that I can build a business around. I'm, I'm assuming LinkedIn is also the same. But again, I don't, LinkedIn's not as big as Facebook. So, and it has a very specific category of people on there. Whereas Facebook almost had a dead one. For example, everyone on LinkedIn is most likely also on Facebook or they had Facebook first. Think of it like this, but, and this is like, this is just my opinion, but I don't think everyone on Facebook is on LinkedIn, right? Everyone yeah. who has Twitter or Instagram had Facebook first. So yeah. it's like, it's like the central platform. Like Facebook is not dead. That's again, I can't say like, I might say Twitter's dead because I'm not honest. So I guess it's just bias. Um, but my point though is, Everyone who's on anything usually is going to have a Facebook too. That's why I think Facebook's the most smart, the smartest first platform to build if you have no platforms. Okay. Just getting active on there, joining groups, app, making a group, all that stuff. Um, does that answer your question, Jay? Does that answer the question? Uh, what social, me social media platform birds are a must? Yeah, I would say that answers the question. You're recommending Facebook, Facebook first. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I too would recommend Facebook first. Um, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't, I'm not sure I could even really justify that why, but ultimately, you know, you, you can run ads on there. It's a great face. Like the ads platform on Facebook is really strong. Um, potentially yeah. I would argue maybe YouTube as well. Um, and Instagram, but it's, but it's a not a new thing. But again, like I Instagram, know, like, YouTube, these are like production platforms. Like you put out content, whereas Facebook okay, is exactly. where you can, you can, you can bring connect. people into your world. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that I think that with social media, Tom Timothy, sorry, um, like you, you really just have to start. <laughs> it's like you just kind of have to start and just kind of post and see see where you're picking up traction. You know, see, start doing the things and see where your audience responds to you the best. Right? I'm the type of person who like I have I have all social media, but I don't engage on all of them the same way. You know, even as a as a as a business owner, like I don't really engage on all the platforms in the same way that I would on everything else. You know, Armin as well, as he just mentioned, he doesn't engage on LinkedIn. You could say that often. That's another thing for me. I don't really engage that much on LinkedIn, but I would argue that our audience isn't really there. So it's like we're not yeah. really missing out on too much 
the in the fact that we're not on LinkedIn, for example, but if your audience is on LinkedIn, then you're missing out on them. So it's really about who you're who you're trying to approach, Timothy. And as you start to engage more on social, I think it'll the 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 marketplace will kind of tell you, okay, we're here, we're listening, and then you can go from there. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan's like, I avoided Facebook for too long. It's all right, man. We got you back in. I, I guess I'll be able to join <laughs> SGC and like almost everything we do is on Facebook. And they're like, I don't even have a Facebook. I'm like, yeah, good luck. Like you're gonna have to make one. <laughs> yeah. Here's the other thing, by Literally. the way. Yeah. Here's the other thing. Think of it like this. Facebook is a good centralizer because when you have a strong Facebook, you can move people to YouTube. You can you can start publishing content on YouTube, publishing content on Instagram. Instagram is also really close. That's how I look at it. It's also good. It's not bad. Um, but overall, I'm saying Facebook is a good central thing to go back to. I can have a community there. I can join a community there. There's a lot of good stuff that can come out of it. Um, and the other thing I just want to I want to like make sure I, I push like I, the, the idea of is this. Just like Jay just said, um, social media is like, it's not a technique. It's not a, there's a hack. There is no hack. It's like literally it requires time. So every day that passes by that you just didn't start, you're just adding another day to the end of how long it's going to take for you to get there. So just think of it like, it's going to take you a minimum of five years to build a really strong social media following. Let's just say that every day that passes by where you haven't started is now it's five years in one day, five years in two days. Like it just takes longer. So it's like get started in the shittiest way possible on any platform and literally don't expect anything for like the first two years. We started this show. I'm like, I don't care, Upton, if we have no one watching. I'm going to start. And we for the first six months, I'm like, <laughs> For the first six months, I'm like, I probably won't even have anyone watching. Now I got obviously people watching, but then it didn't oh, grow yeah. at all. So I'm looking at like six to 12 months. Yeah, Upton's there. Six to 12 months are like now we're going past the year. Right. I'm like, I don't really care if you watch. Now there's a lot of people watching and like a lot to what? Like to me, I'm like, I, again, if I thought like I'm on hundreds watching one day, it's, it's, it's stupid. Like don't expect things. Just if you're going to do um, social media, do it with completely a detachment of how it works out. Do it literally for your practice. And you'll notice like five years into practicing, you have a lot of people watching you practice. And that's the secret, right? Just literally go about it like that. So, you know, if we, love- if we had, Hey guys, if we had um, God, who is that? It. I'm joking. You guys can't see his face, but he's uh, he's producing this whole thing right now for Mo. <laughs> That's Upton. Everybody say hi, Upton, in the chat. <laughs> hey guys, uh, I'm honored to be here. Thank you. So yeah, if you if you think that we started a, uh, in a perfected way in the beginning, down the line, we would have looked back and be like, wow, like that. We thought that was perfect. <laughs> so yeah. You're definitely if you right guys want to see the that. evolution of Clear Talk, go into our, our Facebook group, High Ticket Coaching Community, and literally um, uh, go watch the uh, the one year anniversary episode. Isaiah made it; it's incredible. It's like literally taking the best part of, it. maybe not the best part, but like the one of the best parts of each episode over the year, and it shows you accomplished how grew the set change, everything changed. The first half of the episodes were just me, and then Jay yeah. came in. It was pretty crazy. The evolution. All right, what's the next question? Uh, so we do have uh, some comments. So just going to go into uh, yeah. Facebook for a second. Um, Marie says, like, I'm working on how to shift my mindset of my prospects to help them understand that they can actually allow me to coach them on how to write a book in 10 days, because many people think that you have to spend years and years writing a book. It's rooted in their minds. That lead magnet document will help me. 
She also said, I've a lot of people come to Facebook to advertise and bring people to LinkedIn. I've never seen anybody on LinkedIn asking people to follow them on Facebook. Yeah. And then she just says, uh, you have to start. The more ready you become, the best people will follow you. If you build it, they will come. Consistency is a bust. Okay, Marie in the comments, dropping fire. Naz also said, perfection is the enemy of progress. Hey, Naz. Yes, it is. Um, and she said... <laughs> She said she loves the strobing effect, very 1990s clubhouse. I don't, I think we're talking about my light. It's just my only option for lighting. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for commenting, guys. We appreciate you have we appreciate you guys being here. All right. Our next question is. Oh, well, this is another social media question. How can I build a better following on social media? I want to do swipe ups on Instagram, but I don't have enough followers. Oh, that you just need 10,000 followers for that. I'll be is I'm this is what I would do if I were you. That's such a small I don't like. People knew that. Did the people know that? No, you only yeah, you only need ten thousand followers to do that. Um, and uh, it's not a big deal. Like, oh, honestly, if you want the swipe up thing, just go like buy followers and just hit the ten k and move on. Like, it's there's not there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't even matter. Ninety percent of people who have followings right now, it's all it's literally all just. I've done, I've done back in the day. I've actually never, I think I bought a thousand followers, like actual fake followers, like six, seven years ago. Um, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. It doesn't make a difference. Then I did a, a software that was organic. So it like grew my account organically. It actually had an automation where it would target accounts and follow their followers. So it was all real people. That took me six or eight months. And I went from 2000 followers to, I think like 20,000 followers or something like that but it took like eight months. So it was, that's how I knew it was real. And it was real. Like in people engage, I had like thousands of like likes and comments. If you go back to like the earliest pictures on my Instagram, there's like 2000 likes on it. Um, and then like for years, I just let it go. I didn't do anything. Um, and then when I came back, like I started to start to grow it. And I'm like, eh. and then we recently hired an Instagram growth expert uh, that's worked with some of the best. And they did like organic shout outs at the end of the day, guys, like what we added like 12, 13,000 people to our Instagram it's not like things popped off. Like we're getting more comments and more stuff, but at the end of the day, what I'm trying to say is if you're trying to get the swipe up thing, just buy your way to 10,000 so you can get the swipe ups. And then from there, grow it organically and like do the thing. And, 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 you know, um, the swipe up again, it doesn't even matter if there's barely anyone watching, like, you know, my real answer is going to be to this. You don't need social media to, uh, to, to grow your business. I mean, it depends on your goal. Um, if you want to do, you can literally do 50 to hundred grand a month without social media. You could just do advertising to a webinar um, and uh, maybe put out a YouTube videos. That's it. Like, and here's the other thing. Here's a big question you got to ask yourself. What does better following me? Like, have you ever asked yourself what, um, what you define as a better following? Like, you know, how people go, I wish I had better in, uh, social media following. What do you mean? How do you measure it? Do you even know how to measure it? Or are you just asking for something? Or do you mean better engagement? Do you mean like, better people following you do you mean uh, more views more likes like what what does that mean I, I would encourage you to sit down actually ask yourself on reflection define definitely what you're talking about when you say i want better following and again for what reason right um i would say i have a pretty crap following not you guys you guys are awesome i mean like in general like my social media is not like it looks nice but we don't get like nowhere near the engagement i thought we would get so i don't care um Yes. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta define better. Um, and then again, you gotta detach, man. You can't, if you're less than two years in producing content and you're asking this question, it's too soon. 
like less than a year, especially a year, too soon. Just keep going, keep producing content. Um, I'll give you one technique though. Build a habit of asking what people want. Have you noticed this entire show is based off questions that people ask me? I have never tried to bring content on. And by the way, when I try to bring content on myself, it, it the show does worse. But when I let people ask questions and I con converse and I create conversation, it's just more engaging. Like get, get into the habit of asking and, and doing research online to see what's already being talked about and, and follow the trends. Don't don't just try to, you know, that's 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 an advanced perspective I'm giving you. If you're just starting out, don't worry about that. Just literally go on and say anything and build a habit of be showing up. That's it. That's what we did with this show. But then eventually yeah. you want to get better. You want to get better, like quality social media following, whatever, however you gauge that. It's by seeing what people already like and then integrating that into your message and your, your content. Pretty much it, you know. But I yeah. love that. Great way to put it. Everybody needs to know how to close the sales. Uh, okay, so our next question is, what's the best, oh, we got a lot, we got some comments, we got some comments. Actually, let me take a look at the comments and then we'll head to that question. Uh, Marie sure. says, tell your story, who is related to your story will follow you, tell them to follow you and learn how you do it. Every business we need to know how to close the sales. And then she said, showing up is 85% of success. We also have Jordan. He says, it's because you're too good. The masses don't understand your incredible mind. That's why your IG isn't lit. <laughs> sure, let's think that. Sure, okay. <laughs> okay, the next question is, what's the best way to get to organically get people to engage? I feel like I suck at talking to people and my messaging sounds salesy. That question's from Lindsay. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, talk to them like you're talking to them in real life again stop trying to be something else like literally when you look at your ca camera i think you're like you're looking at a person like here's the question do you get that feedback or do you feel like that when you talk to a normal person in real life if yes you got a personality problem i'm being serious with you you got a personality problem fix that by going out into the real world and trying to connect to people because it, it's how you're going to come across online online is just a different version of what you actually just are like if you don't get that it's just online it's because you're trying to again be something different stop being something different what's wrong with being how you are normally online you think it requires this is not show business it's not like you're not an actor technically we're all actors anyways it's not even uh it's not just online but i'm just saying be consistent in yourself and again, when you're doing content, it's not about you. How much have I talked about me right now? Like we barely about me, my business or anything. This whole thing is about you guys, your questions. Like you guys are like in your head, man. I used to do this with speakers and they would always get nervous. How do I not mess up on stage? How do I remember things? I'm like, you got, you're asking all the wrong questions. God damn. What does your audience need? I don't know. Who's your audience? Who are you speaking to? Who's sitting in there? I, I don't know. What's the problem that you want to fix? I, uh, what do they want? I don't know. So let me get this straight. You have selfishly taken time of an audience to sit there and look at you as you speak for yourself. Like, uh, what the hell is wrong with you? No, it's not. Business is about marketing. It's about finding out what the person needs, wants, fears, and addressing it. That's all it is. 
Get out of your head. It's not about you. That's the good news. It doesn't matter how good you are. It matters how strong your message is. And your message has to relate to them. Don't, here's a good, oh, you ready? Whew. I'm going to give you something. Don't take what you want to say inside of you and try to adjust it to them, what they want. Take what's inside of them. Pull it out and adjust what you were going to say to address that. You guys are like, wow. How do that I? Was how do good. I say that again? Like, think of it like this. You, get, you guys are like, how do I force myself onto my market? That's what it feels like. That's why you guys are all incongruent. How do I force me into my market or fit them into what I want, like my box? How do I turn all, how do I get all this, the oranges and fit them into, you know, uh, that's a bad example. How do I take all the squares and fit them into the circle? That's what you're trying to say. Man, it's the other way around. Find out what shape they are. Change your shape so you can speak their language because you can do that as an entrepreneur. It's a skill set you must learn. And uh, relate to them. Don't, don't approach it in a way where you're trying to make them relate to you. Ooh, ah. You don't take your message out of you and try to fit it in their ears. You pull out the message in them that they want and you say it from your mouth. Okay. This is like this is like basic relationship, you know, principles. You're with a person. You don't try to impose your beliefs and values and, and rules of life onto the person. They'll leave you. Or they'll be miserable, or you'll change them even worse. Now there's someone they don't want to be. And they hate you for it. Right? More so you make an effort to find out understand deeply what the person wants what their beliefs are their values and then learn to bridge theirs with yours so see when i built SUC, i was in at first because i was a beginner i was thinking about uh, uh you know i was like what should i say what should i say am i at in my email am i this on the sales call on the webinar what should i say what should i say that will get them to want to work with me wrong question what do they need what do they want? What are they afraid of? What are they going through? So I took all the focus on what, what's inside me that I can pull out. And I focused on what is in the market that I can pull out. And I just became customers to programs. I subscribed to channels. I followed podcasts. I saw the groups. I talked to the people. I went out and I did coaching. I, I learned about them. So from all of that experience, I learned so much about my market. I understand so heavily what they're going through, what the mistakes are, what's working, what's not, like so much. That's what made me a great at marketing. Because when I speak now, when I write, when I talk to a potential client, I hit them right in the feels, man. They're like, you get me. You know how many clients I get to jump in my program? Because from one quick conversation, they go, you understand what I'm going through? I'm like, yeah. That's why I'm fixing in my program. They go, man. They, they back because of trust. They follow because of trust. Not because I said the right thing. It's not like, no. Even with speaking, I remember when I used to do stages uh, and teach speakers. It wasn't about what you want to say. It's about what they need. What do they need to hear? And then just focus on connecting to them. And I would, I would even teach this. I'd be like, if you're on stage... 
I want you to lock eyes with someone in the front row and just focus on them. And when you connect to that person, everyone else is going to feel connected to you. So when you're like on camera and you're writing, maybe close your eyes when you're writing or look in the camera and imagine your perfect client. And again, if you don't know who your perfect client is, guess what? You got some work to do. You can't not know who your perfect client is. You also can't not know who your not perfect client is. You're not your problem client. Okay. You got to know who you don't want to work with. It's another, that's another tale for another story. Did I even say that right? It's another story for another day. So I hope that helps. Wow. I loved every piece of that answer, but um, I would piggyback on what Armin said and just say authenticity will sell more than good copy. Okay. You got to show up as you are and talk to the people like they are people. Everybody in our program, like we talk, we say anytime someone joins our program, we say welcome to the family. You know, that's legitimately how we feel about it because we're, we're not, we're not looking for just everyday people. We're not just looking for more clients. We're looking for people to join our family. You care about your family. You want them to do good. You, 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 you engulf them in tough love when they need to hear it. You're not just, you're not just uh, coddling them along the way. That's what family feels like. You know, it's a unit of people who you trust, love, and respect, and who you're willing to go to bat for. Yo, so Jay. think about that. Sorry? Jay. Yeah. Mary, Mary, first of all, I'm thinking what you're saying. And Mary brought up a good point. Okay, she brought up a great yeah. question. I actually, I, I don't want this to slip my mind. I think everyone needs to hear this. She goes, how do you make yeah. sure that you are not giving away everything for free in your Facebook lives? Oh, I saw that. Can I, I saw that. I saw that. It's can, I, can I answer this? Yeah, yeah, of course. Can I answer this? Because yeah. this is such a misconception. I know. First of all, let me just say this. If you're selling courses, I'd understand why that freaked you out. Because you're literally selling more information rather than paying you. So if you give out information, you can give it all the way. But when you're selling coaching, you can't give away coaching. You can't give away all your co coaching for free. It doesn't make any sense. Information is not what you pay for when you, when you hire a coach. When you join a coaching program, you're not buying information. Sure, I give you a training. You're getting the support, accountability, and coaching from me and my team. You guys, are, you guys again, you're being taught by internet marketers, and they sell information products, and you think it matters to coaching. It doesn't. Now, with that being said, if you're watching this and you are genuinely afraid, like, man, I don't want to give away everything in a Facebook Live. I want to challenge you with something. This is going to be the biggest breakthrough exercise of your life. I want you to go to your next live and actually try to give away everything. See if you could even do it. Genuinely try to give away everything. I'm serious. One of two things are going to happen. If you try to actually give away everything, like you say, one of two things will happen. One, you will realize it is impossible to give away everything in a simple Facebook live, ad, email, post. Impossible. You might realize that. Or you might realize there is a lot more to the everything you think you have, but you just never, you've been so scared to stay, go deeper and give real value to your clients that you never realize how deep your value does go.
You guys might hear that construction in the background. My bad. But that's what I want you to do. If you're afraid of giving away your, your juices, the, the, the meat and your social media, I, I oh, please go try it. Go try. This is such a made up problem. Like it is not real. You cannot possibly think you're giving away everything, the most valuable things. I'm giving the secrets away. What? Try it. Let me know how it goes. Promise you, you won't accomplish it. You're either going to realize you can't, it's impossible. And you're going to realize why you can't. Because it's not information that's going to change your life. It's the actual coaching. So even if you tell every, even if I told you guys how to build an entire business right now, spend the next hour just explaining every single thing you got to do. Guess what's going to happen when you get to step two? You're going to do it wrong. You're going to mess it up. You're going to get stuck. You're going to have fear come over you. You're going to get all the stuff that only coaching can fix. You guys are, you've been lied to. Misunderstanding your model of business. Just misunderstanding. That's, it's, it's, it is what it is. It's nonsense to be afraid of giving things away. Give away everything. I promise you, like I said, you'll realize you can't. Or you'll realize there's a lot more you thought you could you, you you didn't even know you have to give and you can't possibly it will take you for months to try to give it away it's a great great challenge for anyone who's dealing with that problem you're also going to realize the value of coaching and what that really means i feel like i'm i'm having an analogy day but ladies and friends la ladies and gents um there's a reason why multi-million dollar worth professional athletes still have coaches okay it's you they've been playing the sport or the 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 thing that they've been doing pretty much since they've been born but they still show up to whatever competition they're playing and they have a coach that helps them no matter what because the coach sees things that they can't see the coach brings the team together in a way to help them get further. The coach is the glue. So at the end of the day, Armin just said it. They're not paying for your information. They're paying for you. Think think about yourself if we're in Toronto. So you got to be Nick Nurse. Really be excited about coaching Siakam, Van Fleet, all of these guys to greatness. Think about your clients like multi-million dollar athletes. They're waiting to be coached by you. Of course, they have skills. They have talent. If you give them a piece of paper with your information on it, maybe they can do it. Maybe. But they still need you. Mm -hmm. Today's a good day. It's, it's a good it's, show. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, people got to people gotta get out of their head, man. Look, whatever. I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's just you don't understand coaching yet if you're afraid to give away everything you don't get it you don't get what people are paying for and it's like and that's fine it's just wow. it's just where you're at like like only the yeah. people who actually are seasoned in their business will get what i'm saying and that's fine like not everyone will be there i wasn't there i definitely would if i heard this you know a year ago or uh when i did the online started the online game more than a year ago now but or five years ago when i started business coaching uh coaching business mm -hmm. sorry I, I wouldn't understand what i'm saying you know I'd be afraid too. Like, I wouldn't know. Ooh, like, I don't want to give it away. But, like, and here, Mary said this. Um, 
she was going to do free coaching on helping people to write her book, their book in 10 days. But then her coach told her not to do it because it's about the fear of asking for money for my services. Mary, this, I'm going to bring this down to a simple, simple lesson. If you don't have results yet, if you don't have five or 10 people that have done this yet, you have no right to ask for money anyways. To ask for money before you have validated an offer or helped a handful of people achieve the result you're saying you're going to promise is to ask for money for a theory, not a proven process. Hmm. So your coach is telling you the right thing, just in the wrong order. See, what will happen is when you go out there and free coach in the beginning of your business, two things will happen. One, a lot of things will happen, two major things. One, you'll get very clear on whether or not you're actually able to do this. And until you actually do it, absolutely for free, getting paid an experience to practice, you won't really know. That's number one. I don't care if you went to a school to learn it. Until you've proven it with the results of doing what you know, it's not real yet. Okay. Another reason if you guys have gone to certification school for coaching, it doesn't actually matter. You are absolutely at ground zero, just like the person next to you who hasn't gone. Until one of you gets a result, you are still in, I don't know if this works yet. Okay, number one. The second major thing that happens is you will quickly realize the value of your coaching. Because you're going to reach a point and go like, what the hell am I not charging for this for? But you got to get there emotionally. And if a coach is trying to advise you or try to help you ask for money before you get there emotionally, there are genuinely an amateur. They do not understand the psychological process of a beginner. They do not understand what it is to be a starting pro, uh, business. Okay. Every successful business ever follows four simple steps. It's an evolution of any business. One is ideation and market research is when you get the idea of what you want to sell. Then it's beta. Uh, then it's uh, market validation, getting the interest to see if people actually care about the way you're saying it. And then it's beta testing. That's when you sell for a beta price. But even before that, you go out there for free and you get people to test it. It's called market validation. Then you go with beta validation. Will someone pay for this? And only after all that, do you establish the offer and scale it. So if a coach comes and tells you, oh, you got you to gotta be an establish and scale your offer up front. You should charge five grand right now. But he hasn't walked you through market validation and beta testing. God is in, or girl does not know what they're doing. End of story. So get over yourself. My business is 50 to 100 grand a month. More than that in the past. I, I still have given out free coaching sessions in the last 30 days. I still do one-on-ones with people that I see are valuable, that I want to give value to. I choose who I want to work with. And I'll help them. What, what is this bullshit ego trip? Oh, no. I don't know. That's no. No. It only shows actually that you're still a beginner. If you're not one to still give out some free stuff, help out there and there, it just shows your character. To me, I don't have no ego. I don't care. If I got time I, and I see I can help you, I'll do it. Because there's no way you'll ever get better results from one session with me for free than you could if you actually were a client of mine in my program. So all I'm really doing is showing you how good it can be. There is nothing I lose. I either make a happy person get a great testimonial or I get a client in the long term. That's how I look at it.
So it's all fear-based, not faith-based. It's a lack mentality. There's not enough. I was, why not? The next. I was just man, about to next say that. Debate. I was just about to yeah. say that. You have say it, Jay. You're thinking from a lack. You're thinking from a lack mentality and not from a place of a of, of an abundance mindset. Like if you mm -hmm. think that you're gonna lose people or that oh I missed out on that sale because I gave them 30 minutes of my time for free, then you don't believe in yourself. Come on, you don't believe that that more clients are gonna come to you. A 30 minute or even a one hour free coaching session is 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 a, is a piece of rice in comparison to what they get from working with you for three months, six months, a year, whatever your program is. Like that's not that's nothing. If anything, it should excite you. You should say, man, I'm gonna Mary give said. the best free value. Yeah, I, I closed my Facebook, but I'm gonna give the best free value for one hour and they're gonna come back. Yeah, look look what Mary's saying. Mary, sounds like your coach messed you up. She goes, I have results of a coach I helped. So she goes, I, I have results of a coach I helped write and publish her book in 10 days. So that means you have one person, uh -huh. right? That's awesome. By the way, that's awesome. Um, that's good. It's a good start. Okay. So um, give me a second. So she goes, I did that. So when I listened to your free video, she watched her VSL. Where you tell us to give okay. away uh implant and help 10 people or so. Uh that's that's why she was gonna do the free coaching. And then um then her coach tells her to not do it, and that she asked her why she could do that, and she said that you're only doing that because you're afraid to ask for money or you're a people pleaser. First of all, who the who the is that person? It's too early. How can you say right. that? Again, this I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything against it, but because I don't understand, I don't know how much you guys work together, whatever. Course, My point though is this. Course, if you have one testimonial of doing it, sure, publish that. Stop talking about your content and crap. Like, stop it. Take that testimonial and put that everywhere. I'm like, who else wants this? You sell with results. You market results, not fancy copywriting. Market with results. And I would only agree with your coach if you have results, you are blocked from asking for money, even though you are at a place where you should start charging and you've shown signs of someone who does not ask for money because they're afraid. I would agree. Maybe you have those done those things. That's why they're saying this. If you have not, if you just started out, if you just have one person do it, if you're unconfident in your ability, in your certainty level of helping someone do this 100%, then no, you should be free coaching until all those things are healed. Until you're one thousand percent certain you can produce a result, until you have a handful of people you can refer to that you've helped get this result, until you know the value of it, until you yourself feel confident to charge because you know it's worth it for them, until you genuinely understand your perfect client so well that you know anything you'd ever charge would nothing ever be compared, would never be compared to the amount of value you get out of it and uh, return they get from it. These are things you must do before you charge. That's all I'm trying to say. So we got to wrap up the show though. I hope this was helpful. Um, Jay, is there any more questions or can we wrap up? I, well, there are, but, but let's wrap it. Let's wrap up. Let's save them for another day. You, you guys sure you want to wrap up? Cause this, this is, there's been multiple fire drops going on here. <laughs> what? Oh man. What's the next question? We're having a good day. Okay. Well, the next one is, 
the next one is I want to use social media to generate new business, but I've only ever used it for personal. How do I separate my business and personal over social media platforms? You don't. Listen, I've heard of this question literally like countless times. Okay. Countless times. Our current clients. Would you believe, <laughs> would, would you believe if I told you I've yet to meet in my network, anyone that is doing millions of dollars, even hundreds of thousands of dollars with coaching and to have a separate social media. I've yet to meet one. Okay. It just, it just does. I'm not saying there's no one out there, but I have, I still don't have anyone in five years that has a business profile and a personal profile, business Instagram, but I've, that just makes your life twice as hard. Like you're just complicating everything for what, for what, for what, like, what is the reasoning on separation? I, I, just, I don't get it. I don't know. Here, here's what you do. You learn to integrate. Your business is personal. Your personal is business. What are you going to be? Be a robot in your business and be personal in your personal? I don't get it. Aren't people coming to you as a coach? Don't they want to know who you are? You're like, no, no, I don't. I want to separate who I am with what I do. What? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you? This is not a corporate world. You're not an accountant during the day and then a father at night. That's not how it works. You're a goddamn coach. Your life is who you are. You should be a product of what you coach people on. Your personal life should be a resemblance of what your clients get from you. You integrate your business with your life. If you cannot do that, you will not grow a very big business. There is a 99% chance of that being true. 1% chance you defy the odds. Let me know. Like, tell me in five years. I still don't have any friends I can think of. Anybody. I don't know. Forget friends. I don't even know somebody that is separated. You integrate. So let's just say how it is. Let's say the real problem here. You have never done business or marketing or you never really talked about or stood in your offer, you know, with your current network. So you're afraid. What would they think? What would they say? Oh, I don't want to, I don't want to bother people. All this bullshit, right? All these fears, eh? So now you're like, oh, no, no, I, because I'm afraid. Let me completely dissect my life between the things I want to sell and the thing and the people I want to be friends with. What? Let me tell you something. If you can't sell what you do to a friend, you ain't ever going to sell it to someone who doesn't know you. Here's a reverse in, in, in table turns. There's a new idea for you. If, you're, you. if you can't sell your offer to someone who already knows you as a friend, you don't feel comfortable? No, no. No, you got problems. You got problems. Why would, some, why would a stranger pay you? I have sold multiple five-figure investment offers to friends that I've known for years. That's how confident I am in my offer. And that's how much they can trust me. Why on earth would you be uncomfortable with showing what you do to your current network? Now, here's the other thing. If you have people in your personal social media that you're afraid of will say something, they probably shouldn't be in your goddamn personal social media. They ain't that personal. Okay. Remove them. 
Armin, that's a little cold. Business requires a little bit of cold. Like, you, if you can't do that, like, you're either going to make your life miserable trying to do it, trying to separate everything. Okay. And it's, you're just going against every logic, like, there are possibilities. And you're caving into fear. Okay. You're afraid to show what you stand for in your offer. Your offer should be a resemblance of your character and your beliefs and your purpose. Should it not? Unless you're selling some bullshit you don't believe in, then I understand. Then I understand. If you're selling some bullshit you don't believe in, you don't want people to criticize you for, and you want to separate your, your people that you love and trust and you care about from the thing you're trying to just sell to people that you don't give a shit about, then yeah, I understand. That's very, that's in, unintegrable in, in, in and of itself. So that's a problem in and of itself. But if you cannot integrate your business with your life, you have, there is something beyond that that is the problem. Okay, it's deeper. Um, you, you have to learn to integrate. People buy you. They don't buy your offer. So your person has to be there anyways. Um, and then to simplify, give you a simple answer on everything, just start. Stop thinking about it so much. Just to start. Talk about your offer. It's okay. Talk about your message. Real friends will stay. Shitty friends you block. I block. I don't care. I block if someone's annoying in my in my Facebook. It doesn't. It's not even a question. I don't. I don't even think about it. I don't even contemplate. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, piece of shit. Okay, cool. Block. Easy. I get a I get a weird message from someone. I'm like, oh wow, you, thanks for letting me know. Block like, no. <laughs> I see a comment on my thing. I, I don't forget. Really? I unfollow if they're annoying to see on my timeline because they're negative or something. I'm like, oh. but I'm like, maybe I've known them since like high school, so I'm like, eh, maybe they'll see one of my things one day and I'll help them. So I unfollow them so I don't see this stuff. If someone is genuinely an issue, I block. I don't even, bro. Like I don't contemplate. You guys are like, oh, but what would they think? What? What's more important, your peace of mind or their fucking opinion? Jesus, man. Like, you guys got to prioritize what's important in your life, man. Right? Mary says, no, most of the time our friends think that they know what we know. It's called law of familiarity. Who cares? Who cares what your friends think? Move on. Share. Okay? Share. I just add them. You shouldn't complicate. This is the most. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. No, sorry, Armin. No, I was oh, gonna say just don't complicate your life. There's no separation. There's no separation. You're thinking like a person in the 1990s. And again, if you're around that time era, I get it. The industrial age really made you build a habit in your in your thinking of like when I go to work, I'm at work. When I go home, it's my personal life. No, no, stop separating. You're an entrepreneur, you're a business. Yeah. You were a coach. You live what you sell. Unless you don't, in that case, I understand why you're afraid to promote to warm network. But you are an, a walking product of your offer. You seeing yeah. my personal life is my advertising. That's what I'm trying to get across to you. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Stop thinking this old traditional BS that, kind of way. It doesn't work online. Fact. And there's a few things that I want to say to, to back up Armin's point. Uh, one of them is that, you know, social media is not real life. It's not real life. Like what you do in your real life matters. What you put on social media is a choice. You have the choice to include what you want to and what you don't want to. It's we're we're in this we're in this in this age nowadays where it's like people think that people think social media is law or it's you know the end all be all the governing body of everything. But there's there's a life outside of social media, guys. That's what really matters. So don't get so yeah. don't get so caught up that you have to fuck. Excuse my language. Sorry, almost caught me there. But don't get caught up to think that you have to post everything 
okay, well, maybe I got to do all the things. I have to post about, you know, my my family, my dog, my sister, yeah. my brother. Oh my God, what, how do I do this? Okay, how can I make it about business now? Oh my goodness, what are people going to say? Why are you doing that? Yeah. Post what you want. It's a choice. And by the way, by the way, Jade, it's probably important to say as well too, eventually in your business, you will, it will matter. Like obviously what you post, there's like details and, and advanced more thinking behind, like, I'm not just going to post stupid shit. Let's, be, let's just be yeah. honest. Like, here's my, here's my other thing. If like, if you're afraid of posting something on a personal or business page, you probably shouldn't post it at all. Just you shouldn't get, you, you want to be yourself, but you also want to be somewhat like tactful. You know, you don't want to, I don't know. This, this could get really complicated. So again, if you don't have a coach to actually look at each customized situation you get into, if there is issues with you mixing personal business together or just generally integrating what you should be already doing, then you need coaching. Cause this is not a one size fits all solution, but in general, like, no, I don't post stupid shit. First of all, second of all, I don't display things that would turn away a client, um, nor would turn away a personal friend. Like in general, like, Man, this is all just fears, man. Like, if you just yeah, you're, get connected with you're yourself, yeah. If you just get connected with yourself, get aligned, like, like, stay in integrity. Don't, don't be a piece of shit. Like, just genuinely be a good person. Um, make sure you understand what your offer is. Get clear on what you stand for. Like, you don't have to second guess everything you post, whether business or personal. And you're like, who sees it and what sees it. All this is a waste of time. We shouldn't be thinking about this. We should be thinking about how to improve our business, how to get more clients, how to help those clients. Like, this is nonsense to be thinking about. I'm serious. Yeah. Like if social media takes up, we have like what four questions around social media so far, just overthinking questions. If it takes this much time, you guys should stop thinking. Just delete your social media. I'm serious. Like, learn how to run an ad. Just get them to a, a book a call. Like simple, you know, detach. Yeah. Like because it, it takes too much time. To it's wasting your money. Yeah, you were alluding to my point, which is basically just you're too you're focused so much on the perception. And there's nothing wrong with focusing on perception. Me, Armin, and myself created social media back in the day that was solely based on perception. If nothing else, how is this gonna come across to the marketplace? But at some point, you know, you have to you have to think about what how you want to be perceived. That is a part of it. How do I want to be perceived? But how do I actually want to show up? What's true and authentic to me? Both of those scenarios, I would say, is your bread and butter. You think perception, but also think authenticity. Um, and then my last point is just a personal story. My friends, um, my friends are like, hey, man, it's funny because, you know, sometimes we have conversations and it's like, well, it kind of just naturally turns out that you start coaching. And I, I just thought about it about I just thought about it in a way where I was like, man, you do this all day. And then you come to hang out with us as we're like, we spend time together and it's like, you're still coaching. Like, is that bothersome to you? Like, do you find that that's annoying? Do you feel like you can never really take a break? And I was like, I took me, a, I, I didn't want to answer right away, but I thought about it and I was like, uh, well, you mean, I mean, honestly, I'll probably do it anyways, like subconsciously. <laughs> Even if you ask me or not, I'm going to do it anyways, because it's just who I am. Right. I said it in a past episode, guys, coaching is a calling. If you're going to do it, you're going to do it. <laughs> not that everybody needs to be coached. Obviously you have to pick and choose, you know, when you're going to get involved with it. But, but if it's, a, if it's what you do, if it's what you love, you're going to do it. Even if you're trying, it's just going to come out of you. It's going to flow out of you before you even catch up to the fact that, Oh, am I coaching? Oh, snap. Do you want to be coached right now? Cause it's just who you are guys. So step into yeah. that. Don't be afraid of it. 
just just literally step into it. This is who I am. This is who I want to be. The people who love you are going to be there no matter what. And most of them will be like, this is how you've actually always been. So like, it's cool. You'll be so surprised. If it's a part of you, it's a part of you. And show up in the world like that. It's okay. Again, I, I don't care. Point. If my message, if my message, if my business, my offer turns away people in my personal network, good. Good. Maybe maybe I'm a little extreme, but seven years ago. Bosco, seven years. That's what I just thought about that quote. Seven years ago. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> when I was just when I just literally got introduced, exposed to entrepreneurship, and I decided I'm gonna be an entrepreneur, I'm gonna be rich, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a aside from the crowd, like I just you know, I was like on this change my life revolution thing. I lost everybody that I thought were friends to me. Literally everyone just thought I was a lunatic. I was so great. I was in, infatuated with my goal. I was, I was obsessed. I was a little scary. I probably, I probably wouldn't be friends with me back then. You know, like I was insane. I was obsessed. And like literally ended up just being me, just being me. It ended up just being me and like one of my close friends. That's it. And I'm like, wow, I feel so much lighter. What a great detox. I have less people I don't resonate with in my life. What a blessing. There's less noise. I can focus now. You joking? I don't care. If I express something that's aligned again to my message and my offer and my business, and you go like, oh, blah, 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 or you become that person, why were you there in the first place is my question. Shame on me for even being friends with you. Yo, nothing against these people. I don't care. It's about my boundaries. I don't want people in my life that don't get what I do. Again, your goals are different. You just want to make 10 or 20 grand doing some coaching. I get it. You don't have to become a revolutionary leader in your field. I, I understand. But like places I'm trying to take my, my team and, and my clients, there's no place for this shit to think about. I don't care. I only need the people that resonate with the message I give. That's all I need. I don't need anyone else. Everyone else just noise to me. But that's what it takes in terms of boundaries to step up as a high ticket coach, to step up as a leader in your industry. That's what it takes. If you're too busy, if you're spending – Five minutes thinking about what the person's going to think or what someone's going to think in your network. It's five minutes taken away from building your purpose and just getting your message out there for that one person that needs to hear what you're going to say. Any day of any week of any year, I will exchange 10 people seeing something and being offended by it or not liking what I said to get the one person who saw it that needs to hear it to change your life. Any day of any week of any month of any fucking year. Because I know my priorities. Will Smith once in an interview said, they asked him, he's like, how do you do it? How do you balance everything? you got so much going on. He goes, it's real simple when you know your priorities in life. See, he's like, I know my family is first, my career is second. That's why whenever I get into making decisions that are a crossroads, I don't hesitate. If I'm sitting in the middle of the Oscars and I'm about to be given my award for a movie I did, and my, and my, my, my wife looks at me and says, your daughter feels sick, I'll get up and walk out without even hesitating. 
I don't contemplate. Do I get the Oscar or do I help my daughter? Because he understands he's accepted. He is locked in his priorities in life. That is family first. Again, in my life, it's purpose. My purpose is first. I, I do not believe my life, I'm good to anyone or myself, or even life is worth living every second without something, a purpose that you are prioritizing above all else. A part of that purpose will be family. I'm just being honest as well. It's not just I'm obsessed with business. Business is a portion. My point though is my priority is very simple. So when I put out a message out there that's aligned with that purpose, and I see a person or group or maybe hundreds of people don't like it, I don't contemplate or hesitate why I put that out. I immediately know that's first. Anyone else's opinion that doesn't agree with that is second. So you guys need to do some deep reflection work. You got to sit your ass down and make some decisions about who you're going to be, what you're going to do, what you're going to build, why you're doing all of this, and what's important to you and what's not. And until you are locked in with what's important and what's not, you will always second guess yourself, always overthink everything, always be afraid, always doubt, always hesitate. You will live a life of indefinite action. You got to make up your mind. I know who I am. I know what I stand for. I know why I'm doing it. I never have to explain myself to anybody about those things because none of their fucking business. If they question me in the first place, I'm already like, okay, you shouldn't be here because you don't get it. I'll do my best to effectively communicate so you understand. But if I do that and you still don't get it, I don't want you here. I do not want you here. If someone else you connect with, go with them. It's not You're not for me. I'm not for you. That's why I don't hesitate when I write, when I do anything. Even when I make mistakes, I am forgiving to myself because, again, I know who I am, what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, and I know what I stand for. I'm allowed to make Key mistakes. Point. Key point. I'm allowed to mess up. I'm allowed to make wrong decisions. Yes. I'm allowed to be an asshole sometimes. I'm allowed to say the wrong things to piss someone off and then learn from it. I'm allowed to fail. But, again, those are things that I'm okay with and that are in my boundaries because I know who I am, I know what I do, I know what I stand for, and I know why I'm doing it. And nobody else needs to know those things except me. Because at the end of the day, my friends, the only opinion that should matter about you is yourself. No one else's opinion of you should matter more than your opinion of yourself. And guess what, guys? My fucking opinion of myself is pretty great. It's pretty great. I love it. Love who I am. Never want to change it. Know what I stand for. Know what I do. That being said, you guys have to spend the time to make those decisions and make up your mind. You cannot build a business past uh, a substantial income or impact level if you are not if these things are not locked in in your leadership and your personality and your character you cannot but it's funny how quickly things happen for you when those things are locked in in your mind when you're just clear you made up your mind it's not even a question i hope that spoke to somebody and i hope that can help them you know break through and just really realize like it's about you it's not the business or the market or the marketing you're offering it's you first yeah Try to build a business without working on yourself first. Good luck. So. Arnie, man, what a show. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, how else can I show I agree? I'm like, fist in the air. I'm like, can I get a, I need a lighter. Where's my sign? It's too much. It's too good. It's too good. I hope you guys are listening, man. I, honestly, I hope you're listening. Oh, I'm oh, doing with the sound effects. <laughs> Upton, my guy. I, honestly, Marie just said it. She said, amen. That's what I feel like saying because, guys, I hope you're – I really hope you're listening. Like, this is 
this is a very, very, a very, very powerful, very powerful statement that Armin just said, and it's really, wow, I'm touched. I feel like, oh. By, by the way, Jay, ooh. some people might yeah. hear that and go, they might, they might be like, okay, good, and they might say these affirmations themselves, like, no, I am great, I am. Do- okay, I just want to make this clear: if you're saying it but you don't feel it, you don't genuinely believe it, there's no point in saying it. Here's the secret: if you actually want to get to this level of certainty in yourself and peace of mind and, and confidence that you you perceive me having it's not what you say to others it's what are you telling yourself in your mind behind closed doors it's also what are you doing when no one's watching those are what really make up your true muscle and strength and emotional like inside not what you portray to others guys by the time you guys get this this uh this whole thing you're seeing by the time it reaches you it has gone miles personally without anyone watching in me by the time you get to perceive this character of mine this personality this drive this confidence it has literally been worked and beaten in for miles for years when no one was watching it is a delayed effect if we were in space you know they say the stars are explosive uh or planets that exploded or they're on fire or whatever the hell it is. But some of them could be dead because space is so dense. The light, the, the visual of the light is still traveling through space, even though the actual source of the light is gone. Wow. So by the time you see the light, I'm not gone. What I'm trying to say is that concept of time, by the time we get to see a star's light, it could be thousands of years after the star's actually been disintegrated. But the light's still traveling. So what I'm trying to say is by the time you guys see who I am on the show, in an ad, in a video, whatever, by the time you guys have seen the aftermath, the result of who I am, it's gone through thousands of hours of work, reflection, failure, growth, conversations with myself, with God. My point to you is this, there's a delayed effect to seeing a character in a person. You know, it's the habits that have been building up for years. All of us are just the total sum of our habits that have been locked into a rhythm of how we live every day. What you call character or personality is literally just a sequence of habits you've built over the years. That's why you cannot transform your life overnight. That is not how it works. That's why you can't do anything overnight. That's why nature causes that requires time for things to genuinely actually grow into something real like crops. It takes months bare minimum for you to see something grow when you plant it. The mind works that way, but even 10 times longer. It takes years for one habit simply to just lock into your body so it becomes a a part of who you are. Integrity and consciousness and, and intelligence Action, confidence, persistence, these are things that you built into your body. It takes years. By the time you're seeing the outward reflection of what you think Armin is, it has been taking years is what I'm trying to say. That's why they say I made, I became a millionaire overnight. It only took me seven or eight years or something like that. Because it is the years of who you become. You put into the work of being this person before it shows it's also as well why you detach completely from the outcome or the responses or reactions of the outside world in the beginning because you're not going you're not going to get the authentic response to who you are as a person because you've decided to be someone new right away because what they're reacting to is the delayed light in that space that we looked at 
they're still looking at the old person's habits and everything ripple effect from there. So by the time someone you can see who you've actually become, it would have been years because they're still seeing the ripple effects of the aftermath of years before you made your change and your business and you started. And so it's, it's they can't judge you based off that. They, they got to wait years until they see the actual new habits and ripple effects you've created from the decision you made from the moment that I'm going to be different. I'm going to be this person. I am seven to almost eight years now into being an entrepreneur. You guys are seeing eight years of movement, motion, and, 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 and you know, uh, action and motion. That person that eight years ago started probably is it's gone now. I'm not that person anymore. But still to this day, you might see residue from that light in the space. You're like, oh, look, look how it's probably not existing. The person I started with, I was gone. There's an everlasting evolution. Who you become, what your business becomes, what your life is. You guys got to completely understand, like, you want to know the greatest, most wise piece of advice ever I think anyone should hear in life? Literally expect nothing instantly. Just, just make up your mind right now. Just accept the fact that everything in life ever is going to take a long time. Everything. There's no more such thing as fast. For everything fast will come, we'll go fast too. Yeah. Nothing. Okay. Detach completely from anything being fast. Forget about the idea of speed. Of like speed of result. Like what I mean by that is like, forget about the idea of instant gratification. Okay. I'm not going to go deeper. I might turn into Gandalf or something. So let's wrap up the show. Wow, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling very emotionalized with this conversation and getting tears. Getting tears of eyes. Good stuff, Armin. Thank you. Thank you for that. Wow. That's been a really good show. Thank you guys. Brought it out of me. Thank you guys. I, I learned something from listening to myself too. Mm. Something came through. So. Wow. I almost, I almost, I'm having like a bliss attack coming on. Whew. It's on the edge. Cause I'm thinking about my own journey and like everything you just said. And I'm like, wow, like it, it's absolutely none of this has been overnight. It has been long, 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 long. And that star analogy that you said was so powerful because it's like, wow, you could, Wow, I can't even. Let's let's wrap it up. <laughs> let's wrap it up. <laughs> I need to go cry. <laughs> so um, I'm just reading all your guys' comments. It's beautiful. Oh, I appreciate yeah, you guys for engaging and being here. It's probably one of our best shows this month so far. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Look, if you are on YouTube and you enjoyed this content, you want more of it, you want to subscribe so you never miss anything that we put out then hit that subscribe button, that little notification bell. So we, you can make sure you get notified every time we go live. If you're in our Facebook community inside the high ticket coaching community group, uh, go to notifications in the group and turn on notifications. So you also get notified when I post in the group and go live and all that stuff. So you don't miss anything, but also obviously drop hashtag live. If you're live and if you're watching the replay now, hashtag replay so that we know you're here, you're present. And uh, guys, remember this group is for you. So ask questions in the group, comment, engage. Don't be afraid to ask for help. That's what we're here for. My team has eyes like hawks in this group to make sure you guys get what you need. We have so much resources that are probably buried underneath the the, um, the hundreds of posts that we've made. And we can direct you to a specific post if you need something that we know we've covered. Um, so if you're, if you're watching this as well and you guys want your questions answered live on the show, I'm going to say one last time. Go to askarmin.com. Submit a question and you will be able to get your questions answered live on the show. 
um, and we'll help you out and give you some free coaching. So um, thanks again for coming back every Monday, 12 p.m. Eastern time is when we go live. We appreciate you. We love you. We do this for you. That's why it's for you and it's clear talk. So thanks for getting clear with us this week. Love you so much and go on and make the rest of your week the best of your week. Mm.